If I could add so much value to these organizations that ultimately think of me as a number at the end of the day, then what could I do for myself? Hi, I'm Timbuktu Ali, and I'm the CEO of Kazim Enterprise. So Kazim Enterprise was actually founded by my mom. She started Kazim Enterprise when my siblings and I were younger. So the entrepreneurial spirit has always been embedded in me. However, I did decide to go the corporate route. I went to school and I got a job at a skincare organization and I was immediately like hooked. I enjoy the challenge and I enjoy the experience. I enjoy, I've always been blessed with really great leadership and I've always been able to excel. I think every position that I've had over the last 18 years in corporate that I've been promoted within a year of that position. So I have no regrets about the journey that I took. And the path, of course, is different for everyone. But I learned one major, really big one. And that is basically that no organization is as stable as some of us may assume. So I remember being laid off the first time in my career. I was devastated. I was like my late 20s. And at the time, I couldn't understand. I think I was devastated because I didn't understand. I'm like, I'm like a top performer. Why would you get rid of your top performer? Why would you get rid of somebody that's bringing so much value to your organization? But I had to realize and learn that it, you know, it's business. It's not personal. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with your performance. Organizations are looking at the bottom line, which is their profits. And if a person does not fit into that bottom line, then that company has no reason to set, you know, no reason or no issue to be able to separate from that person. And so that's why I say it's not personal because ultimately you do just become a number. Yes, the CEO might know your name and everyone acknowledges the hard work that you do. However, when it's time to understand what needs to be done to be more profitable, if it's time for your position to be eliminated, then that is exactly what an organization will do. And it's no hard feelings. So I got laid off and you wouldn't believe like four months later, they called me back to do the exact same job as just as a temp. And at the time, I didn't understand the bigger picture. They were going through a restructuring and they were about to be outsourcing work. I was like, I can't ever feel like this again. Like I have at the time I had my oldest son. So I'm like, yeah, I can't like if they if anybody decides to. Um, my contract with them. Like, I just can't be here just like with no plan B. So I got blessed to be invited to an entrepreneurial group. It was actually a Dudley Mastermind class that my son's aunt was um, the guest speaker. And it just reminded me of everything that was kind of already embedded in me. And I'm sitting here in this meeting and I'm like, or this masterclass and I'm like, I'm going to work for myself. 
So it took a little time because I'm like, well, what could I do? I don't bake anything. I don't make anything. But what I saw from other entrepreneurs is that they needed help. And I'm like, well, I have so much experience. I have educate the education to be able to have the business acumen to basically be able to help anybody in business within any industry. So I started working on the side as a virtual assistant and really started to build up my clientele. But at the same time, I still had a full-time job. So it was just like a little cushion, something to back me up. And so I continued to work on the side, but always had a full-time job in corporate. And I just saw my mindset shifting the more and more I worked and the more value I added and the more feedback that I would get. It got to the point where it's like, if I could add so much value to these organizations that ultimately think of me as a number at the end of the day, then what could I do for myself? Because one thing about it, I know that I'm not going to let myself down. I was thinking that, I, you know, I've been thinking about just making the transition permanently. And then I went on a girl's trip. And on this girl's trip, I actually ended up working and working a lot to the point where it was embarrassing because I'm sure these women are looking at me like, you can't just cut that off or, you know, is, is it that important where you can't enjoy yourself? So I think that was like the final straw for me. And also just having a, another child, which my baby boy is five now, but just being able to be with him, to be home with him, to be able to take him to school and pick him up every day. There's nothing that describes the dedication that I have to my family and particularly my children at this point in my life, because I realized that there's nothing more important than family. Nothing. I have to be in a situation where I can support my family at any given moment. And then my friends, you know, they roll into that. But to be able to do what I want to do when I want to do is the only thing that I can settle for. That's why I started, you know, re-implemented Kazim Enterprise and I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about the journey. We are a virtual executive services firm and we also participate in silent investing. So what does that mean? We basically offer services that are a little bit more elevated than just the basic virtual assistant tasks, such as like managing email or answering a phone. We actually assist small businesses in discovering what they need to do on a day-to-day -day basis to ensure that their company is profitable. And then we also manage those day-to-day -day operations. So we basically take over the work or assist with the work for the small businesses, which in turn allows them to focus on the overall vision, the bigger picture, so that they can strategize and that they can do the things that they're good at 
the things that they want to do, and of course, the things that are going to scale up their business. And then the other side of that, the silent investing piece, we look for opportunities to invest in. It could be real estate, it could be another small business, or it could be a product. I relate with Nipsey Hussle when he says um, he was talking about just his journey with what he was trying to pursue. And you do go through every emotion when you're trying to build something and it is, it's a process and it's a beautiful process. And so I just want to make sure that I am enjoying the journey. I interviewed a guest the other week and she reminded me that, you know, this could only be for a season. It could be for a reason, could be for a lifetime, but don't box yourself into thinking that you have to stay in one lane, whether it's just, whether it's entrepreneurship or working for someone else or, you know, anything like you have options. And if you seek God and ask him, what is it that you're supposed to be doing? What purpose are you supposed to be serving? You'll be closer to fulfilling that and feeling fulfilled. So No Time to Watch TV, it is a podcast dedicated to mompreneurs. However, Women in business can absolutely listen to it and use it. What I'm trying to accomplish is basically being able to share information from some amazing people, like give them the spotlight that they deserve. But I know just in my journey that I've been able to receive so much and learn so much just from somebody sharing some information. That is like, it's almost like my love language when someone is like, hey, let me tell you about this. Or did you know that you could do this? Or we should go here. Or you know about this networking event? Because I think that that is, that is the best gift that you can give someone is information. And they have the choice to do what they want with that information. And so I want everyone to walk away from No time to watch TV when they listen to the episodes to walk away with information. And I pray that you put that information into action. We're not just recording a podcast just to say that we have a podcast. I don't have any time for that. It's something that I'm really, really passionate about and I want to be intentional and consistent with. And I just thank you all for even considering taking this journey with me. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the official Timbuktu or at Kazim Enterprise. Thanks again. I'll see you next time.